Well, let's have a look at Origin for Game 2 and what I call the Brad Fittler experiment and why it must end. Uh, For so long, for too long, New South Wales have uh, had no respect for a pick-and-stick philosophy and their selections up front have been mind-boggling to say the least. In more recent history, we've had left-of-centre and that's being respectful, left-of-centre selections where they haven't aimed up, to no surprise of anybody, and then we start looking for solutions. We've also seen players selected for New South Wales in more recent years cooked. What I mean by that is selected as centrepieces in the puzzle for games, barely used, if at all, and then discarded like rubbish because the team narrowly loses. It's not hard to see that there's been an effect on Nico Hines if we just single a particular player out at the moment. The last few weeks in club football, he has clearly struggled trying to uh, get his mojo and seemingly play for a position in a side that he's now been part of for three years. From all reports, a player that had to be selected for Game 1 on the back of his Daily M player award and probably being the most consistent and best player in the competition proper for the last 18 months. He was selected on a bench as a utility player and if it wasn't for the injury to Tom Travojevic with 12 minutes to go in Game 1, think about this for a minute, he wouldn't have got on the field. Brad Fittler had no plan, no preconceived idea of how he was going to utilise a player that, from all reports, he had to select in the side. So he put him on the bench and, through injury, for the last 12 minutes, found a spot for him on the field. Now, either you're playing Nico Hines as a starting player or you're not selecting him at all. He's not an interchange player. Most people knew that. And you're not utilising him in the best way. On the back of that, we've now seen, and had it confirmed this morning, that Mitchell Moses is the New South Wales halfback for Game 2. However, Hines has no spot in the squad at all. No pun intended, but blind Freddy for Game 1 could have told you that New South Wales should have chosen two hookers, as has been the recipe for Queensland's recent success, and it clearly works in origin. How on earth they didn't choose Appy Corusau and Cook for Game 1 is just beyond belief. So if you weren't going to pick Nico Hines as a starting player, then he doesn't get a bench spot. But you gave him a bench spot, You found no way to get him into the game, clearly no plan to have him out on the field, and through injury, you give him 12 minutes at centre, a position he's never played before. Seriously, the selections are completely and utterly lunacy. One thing I will say is that finally New South Wales actually have enough respect for their players who represent the state this year by actually calling them and notifying them personally, which hasn't been the case. Greg Alexander confirmed this morning 
that calls actually are made now to players who won't be repicked. That's something that they've been left embarrassed by in years gone by. So if there's any plus out of all of this, that's one thing they've learnt from. What they haven't learnt from is that we've got the wrong coach taking care of the state of New South Wales. I don't understand the game plans. I don't think he does. Let's remind ourselves that this is a bloke for the last two years has used walking bare feet in grass around football fields and parks as a way, as a preparation mechanism for state of origin. That's right. Walking bare feet to be grounded, be grounded in preparation for a state of origin game. Let me remind you that in game one, we had Pangai Jr., another left of centre selection. Well, he got about 30 minutes knocked out and then didn't return for the game. Hudson Young from Canberra, another debutant. He had about roughly the same amount of minutes, never seen again, made some mistakes, yanked off the field. And the game's best player for the last 18 months was squeezed onto a bench with no plan to utilise him until 12 minutes to go when there was an injury to a right centre. Two players out of that haven't been reselected for game two. Hudson Young uh, does get a reprieve of sorts. Work that out. And finally, now we're going back to a two-hooker rotation system. We've found one up there at the Cowboys. He'll sit on the bench as a utility slash hooker. One would assume to rotate with Cook from Souths, who gets reintroduced to Origin after completely missing Game 1 through the injury to Api Coruscant. You can't write this stuff. The mindset, the game plans, the selection strategy, the whole lot is a complete shambles in New South Wales. And the sooner that they find a new coach, I think the better because it's just become completely embarrassing. It's completely embarrassing for the concept of origin. Queensland for a long time have had an emphasis on pick and stick and long-term views. Now, they may have slightly gone away from that this year, but generally, they take a long-term view. And once you're part of the family, you're always part of the family. In New South Wales, there's no such thing. There's no such thing. In Queensland, they get it. Their fans get it. Their coaches get it. Their entourage gets it. The whole state gets it. In New South Wales, it's a bit of a gimmick. And uh, unfortunately, for way too long, certain coaches uh, are able to just, you know, make left of centre selections, brain snap ideas, and uh, taking us into the abyss. And I say us because... You know, I'm currently living in New South Wales. I don't particularly care who wins State of Origin any year. I'm not emotionally invested in it, never have been. And that's why I can honestly say that I think for the concept and the contest of Origin, it will be much better served by Queensland dominating this year's series so that finally an end can be put to what can only be called the Brad Fittler experiment. (laughs) 